0: The numbers are in and we're one up 300 percent one two three i realize we battle the signal every day i realize we've got our shortcomings but you people are out there and you're listening i'm sorry Ooh, yes. i shouldn't have said you people but all y'all I'm snowflakes sorry. out there love me you love the show you love joe's stupid mug you love brian and his rants you tolerate kdo I'm proud of this group, baby. And it's only going to get better as the Steelers go into the playoffs because we're the people who tell it like it is. We give it to you straight. The straight dope, right from the straight dope's mouth. We kick ass. And it's nice to actually see it rewarded. Well, not via pay or anything. But it's nice to see that the people are out there. So thanks to you, A Duck, for being involved. And keep it up. Is James Harrison's legacy ruined? Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Hmm, I think it is. Now, most people would say, you can't go from the Steelers to the Patriots. That's a legacy destroyer. Yeah, what actually kills the legacy for me has nothing to do with the New England Patriots. The Pats suck. I hate them. We had the Boston Beer guy on last year, and I told him a thousand times that the Patriots are cheaters. You know how I feel about New England. You know how I feel about Boston. You know how I despise all of those inbred jackasses. Ah! So seeing James Harrison go and align himself with said inbred jackasses, well, It is a little irritating. But what goes into a legacy? He still had a great career as a Pittsburgh Steeler. No one's going to ever remember him as a New England Patriot. But what tarnishes the legacy for me is that we've constantly, for the last decade, heard about what a tough guy James Harrison is. For the last decade plus, we've heard what a great teammate James Harrison was. And in a couple of days, that's all gone out the window. Mike Mitchell wanted to say something the other day when he tweeted out, man, all y'all missing the truth. And then in open locker room yesterday, they feasted on that guy. Feasted. Marquise Pouncey didn't let him off the hook. Bud Dupree crushed him. Name a player. They probably said something about James Harrison that, You would never have thought before because even up until late the narrative had been well, James Harrison's a veteran and a leader and he's going to be able to help this team in ways that aren't exactly tangible. Well, that's all caca. It's all poopy. It's garbage. James Harrison's legacy to me is tarnished because He's not the leader that we've always believed him to be. There was always a mystique about James, wasn't there? Like, it wasn't just about football. It was about this dude being a badass mf effort. It was about him being this mythical leader. Not anybody really looks like James Harrison. He's short and stout and strong. No one's as strong as James Harrison. No one's got the menacing face of James Harrison, and because of that, we always kind of propped him up. We always made him this tough guy, like a god, like Zeus or Hercules. We always kind of propped him up and made him more than what he actually was. Now, that's not to say that back in the day he wasn't a great player and that maybe back in the day he didn't have some of these qualities, but to hear that at the end when all the Steelers really needed from him was some leadership and some guidance, he wouldn't even give that to them. Does that change your opinion on James Harrison? And if it does, does it change your opinion of James Harrison more than him signing with New England does? 412 2874 That's 412 2874 The Harrison going to New England nonsense is just business. He was going to go where somebody wanted him. That's reality. That's the way the world works. I don't know if anybody other than New England came calling, but if they did, you go to New England because that's the best opportunity to win, and maybe they've got a place for him to play too. That's all business. I'm not going to fault him for going to New England. I'm not going to fault him for signing elsewhere. I'm not going to fault him for that. That's business. That's life. That's the way it goes. But don't pretend to be something you're not. God, I hate phonies, man. And that's what he's been, a phony. And we didn't know that. It didn't really come to light until recently. I always knew he was a jackass in the locker room at times. He'd also been enlightening at others. If you get him one-on-one, he could be pretty good. But in a group, he was always kind of a jerk. It was a persona. And we just found out about it. And now we know that James Harrison is not the same guy that we all thought he was. He's not Zeus. He's not Hercules. He's not special. He's just a guy. And maybe I have been too harsh on him for that because we all do have feelings and emotions. I'm in a glass case of emotion. But not really. You got to be better than he's been. You got to act better than he's acted. John tweets, Harrison has a bit of a problem in terms of his place in Steelers' legacy. You can't do the stuff he did and come back in good terms unless he admits publicly he bleeped the bed. It is more about that than it is about New England. For sure. 100%. Here's what also hurts, James. He's really good, and he's got numbers that are probably going to keep him out of the Hall of Fame because he just hasn't had the longevity so when he came in, he was a special teams player. He'd been cut multiple times by multiple teams. He got a late start to his career. So he's never going to have the gaudy statistics. Now, if you look at what he did over a four or five year period, that's one of the best runs we've ever really seen. He was defensive player of the year. I would argue the most feared player in all of football. But his place in Steelers lore is interesting. Sure, he had maybe the greatest play in Super Bowl history. I mean, that's huge. You never, ever forget that. And if one day he is inducted into the Hall of Fame in Canton, they'll be showing that on the screen. But I don't think he's going to get into Canton. And then that just makes him a Steeler who was not a Hall of Famer in an organization that has and boasts a lot of Hall of Famers. They inducted 27 people into this first class of the Steelers' ring of honor, and all of them are Hall of Famers. 27! Holy crap! So you're not even one of the top four or five greatest defensive players ever to play for a franchise. Now you're a D-bag on the way out the door. I do think that it affects the legacy. I do think people are going to look at James Harrison a lot like the way that Penguins fans look at Yamir Yager. There's no problem with somebody winning out of town. Tan. There's no problem with that. There is a problem whenever you say you are you feel like you're dying alive, which is what Yager did. There is a problem if you stop going to the games when you found out that you've been inactive and you stop going to meetings and you stop being a leader. That's a problem. And Jager is one of the top three Penguins of all time. I don't think that can be argued. Yet people boo his ass every time he comes back, not because he was a flyer. Well, maybe a little bit. And maybe it'll be a little bit that way for James, too. But not because he wanted to play on other teams, but because of the way he handled himself on the way out the door. His legacy will forever be tarnished, and who knows if his jersey will ever get hung in the rafters. James Harrison? This dude? It's not about where he's landing. It's not about the landing spot. It's about why. It's about what he did. It's about the way he behaved. And it's about him being the complete opposite of what he was supposed to be. We've got Wilson now on the line. Wilson! Wilson, will you shave me tomorrow? Ah, pardon me. Wax me. I don't need you shaving me. Will you wax me tomorrow, Wilson? Hey, yes. hey, Wilson. Hey, Wilson. I missed Pitt's bowl game.
1: as will stay home with us because that was embarrassing.
0: <laughs> Still two more wins on Pitt, but okay. Yes,
1: yes. But this James Harrison. Wait, wait it, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Whoa. Now, I'm a little antsy. I don't have much time left.
0: You don't have a lot of time left, like, in your life or for this phone call? Wilson, will you wax me tomorrow?
1: Oh, I don't know. That doesn't look good to me. That doesn't look good at all.
0: Where do you live, Wilson?
1: I live in Swissville.
0: You can make it to the Carson City Saloon tomorrow at 5 to get all the body oh, hair off me.
1: Oh, my goodness. That would be a travesty of justice. i have to think about it.
0: Okay. We will wait your call tomorrow. What's your thought
1: on Harrison? I don't know. And I thought that the stews cut him. I said they did him dirty. And now I found out that he asked for his release. I don't know how to act. I know if i seen him, I might try to fight him. I don't care how big he thick he is. I don't know. There's something about Lloyd But I was at a crossroads. At first I thought, and then I thought out he did it. I don't know. Wilson is—is is his like legacy it.
0: tarnished more because he went to the Patriots or more because he was a baby back bitch on his way out the door?
1: It's because he went to the stinking Patriots and he asked to be released. He could have went to anybody, but nobody else wanted that bum. They just want to suck his mind dry, and I hope there's nothing left there.
0: Yeah, there's nothing there to begin with. Thank you for the call, Wilson. I'll see you tomorrow at five. Thank you. Thank you. Ah!
1: <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. 412-922-2874. I don't think it sounds promising that he's going to wax me. It's it's the travel. It's the travel aspect that I'm worried about. Because I think he wants to touch my body. I, I think he wants to put his grubby hands all over me. As for West Virginia, hey man, guess what? At least they played in the bowl game. Yeah, what else? For seven Saturdays this year, I was happy. And Pitt fans were only happy for five of them. Just a numbers thing. One, two, three. Although I will say this, again, next year's got a lot of promise for West Virginia, but I don't think they're going to get a lot of hype after what happened against Utah. I think that's going to stick in the craw of a lot of the AP voters. None of you give a bleep about that four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. It sounds like, according to Marcus Gilbert, that the Steelers aren't going to play all their big guns in this weekend's game against the Cleveland Browns. I agree with that. You're going to beat the Browns one way or another. If they're not going to beat you last year, they're not going to beat you this year. You can still beat them without Ben getting hurt. You can still beat them without Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell getting hurt. And you give your chance an opportunity to get home field advantage. But let's say the Patriots were to lose. Let's just say they were. I also think it's more valuable to go into the playoffs healthy than it is to have home field advantage i think it's more important to have ben i think it's more important to have ab i think it's more important to have Le'Veon bell and your offensive line than it is to have new england come to pittsburgh the steelers have proved at least in my opinion they can beat new england and i think they can do that at either location and i've gone back on myself on this one i think they can beat them anywhere if they're healthy And think about what the Steelers have dealt with the last couple of playoff experiences. The Steelers have lost in large part because they've been banged up. Le'Veon Bell didn't play last year against the Patriots after the first quarter because he got hurt. You go back two years and Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and D'Angelo Williams didn't play against Denver. And the Steelers would have won that game had they had those guys. They held it close anyhow in the divisional round. The year before that, the Steelers lost to Baltimore. They didn't have Le'Veon Bell. They had to bring in Ben Tate off the street. The week prior to the playoff game because he got hurt against the Bengals. The Steelers haven't had success recently in the playoffs. I think largely because they've been banged up. That's why the buy is so huge. But I'd rather the Steelers be healthy than get home field advantage. And my mind's changed on that. As long as you get the buy, I don't think it matters as much where you play New England. Agree? Disagree? 412-922-2874. Jerry Dulac of the Post-Gazette tells us next, Crowley Show. Is James Harrison's legacy ruined in Pittsburgh? It is, of course, a cliche question, but here's my little twist. This is the kind of twist that gets you a 300% increase in ratings. Woo! Is the legacy ruined more because of the way he behaved? Or because he's going to New England? Billy, next up on the Crowley Show. Hello, Billy. Hey, what's up, man? (laughs) You tell me. I I don't think it is a player. It is, but I think the way that um, Steeler fans feel about him has definitely changed. Um, I know I personally feel more ill will towards him now um, as
1: a person than I do as a player still.
0: Are you slighted, Billy, because he went to New England or are you upset because he was being a d-bag on the way out the door
2: i think both but going to new england definitely sucks because i'm a diehard yenzer and uh
0: i hate the patriots so um going to new england sucks man i think that's that's fair i think it's fair i I, to me to me it's him behaving like a monster for the last year and more specifically recently that pisses me off because we thought he was this great teammate but i can see why people wouldn't have loved him going to new england now it's a business decision it does twist the knife a little bit, though, because you hate them so much. Hunter in Virginia.
2: Hey, Adam, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, first of all, hope you had a had a good Christmas. Hope Mama Crowley's doing okay. She's good, man. Um, She's a little
0: bit lighter because they took her gallbladder out.
2: Hey, right, you know, women are always trying to trying to lose a few extra pounds exactly. however they can. So, um, but. Um, first of all, I, I, did want to call in. Um, I, I, agree. I would much rather see, um, Pittsburgh healthy than home field. Um, I don't care where we play the game. Um, Landry Jones, um, doesn't, can't beat New England. He's, and, and I say that, um, not being the typical Pittsburgh fan that hates him. I think he gets uh, a bigger blame than he deserves. Yeah, he's
0: a fine uh, backup, but I, and I got to run and get to Jerry Dulack here, and I appreciate uh, the call, Hunter. Hope you had a good so, Christmas, too. Yeah, man. Well are you going to keep trying to talk? Stop trying to talk. By the way, both women and men like to shed poundage. It's not just the women. Uh, thanks, though, for the call, Hunter. I'll agree with all of that, though, at the end. Uh, the Steelers aren't going to beat the Patriots if they're banged up. But I think if they're healthy, they can beat them in either New England or Pittsburgh. Jerry Dulac now from the Post-Gazette joins us here and, of course, the Steelers Radio Network on the Crowley Show. He's sponsored by Coors Light, proudly served at Chupka's 2 Cafe on the south side, featuring five Coors Lights for $14 during all Penguins games. Jerry, how are you today?
2: Adam, I'm fine. Uh, How are you? Happy holidays to you, my friend.
0: I'm good. Happy holidays to you, too, Jerry. And, hey, nice little job by you to get to talk to Mr. James Harrison uh, when in New England they got to wait until Friday.
2: Yeah, that that was always his, uh, kind of his protocol here, you know, with the Pittsburgh media, he only spoke on Fridays, but, uh, you know, I texted James, uh, Tuesday night uh, just to pass along a little message to him. And I heard back from him and then yesterday, right when some of that stuff came out, I didn't really know the extent of it. I wasn't there. Um, I texted him again and, uh, he called me and, uh, so, uh. We chatted and uh, yeah, he violated, he violated his own rule, <laughs> nope, talking can't. on on uh, Wednesday. But uh, no, I I will say this, Adam. I've always liked James and got along with him, and and that's why uh, that's why I texted him, and uh, that's why he called me back. So, um, you know, it, it's the whole thing has become obviously, as, as you well know, a big old big old mess here in Pittsburgh.
0: It has. So when he called you, do you feel like he called you because he was perturbed by the way he was being portrayed?
2: No, I don't. He had no idea what was being said uh, or anything that was said. He did not know at that point, and because it was still, uh, uh, you know, kind of late day, uh, I had to tell him some of the things that were being said. Uh, but no, not at all. He, um, uh, I, I think, he called uh, with the idea of telling his side of the story. But um, no, I don't. He was unaware of any of the the extent of some of the things. I told him one of the things that. The, Marquise Pouncey had said, but I at that time I was unaware that Marquise Pouncey had said uh, that it will ruin his legacy here or whatever it was that he said. So, no, no, I don't think that's why he called.
0: Do you think the Steelers, Jerry, are upset more about James landing in New England or more upset about the way that they kind of perceived him to be acting in his final couple of months here?
2: Well, I, I, I'm not sure whether it's either, and by that I mean Adam, uh, you know, they have. if they're upset about him signing with New England, well, then they have nobody to blame but themselves for releasing him. But I do understand, and I do get, that James asked them to release him on three separate occasions, but then each time he did, he was rebuffed by them. No, 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 we have plans for you. And no, I'd be absolutely crazy to do that. What if we have an injury? And even when... Uh, they did release him, now this is according to James, that Mike Tomlin said to him, look, stay in shape, we might come back to you in a month. Well, you know, as he said, you know, he can't sit there and and bank on an if when he's not even playing anyhow. So, um, you know, and James Harrison is not upset. Uh, he's not miffed. Uh, he's not mad. Um, he knows that he said what the Steelers did. It was a business decision, and he had to make a business decision. But... No, I mean you know you run that risk. I mean, I, I'm at, I I almost think it's comical and amusing that the Patriots sign him. By that, I mean Adam. You know when when uh, we were in Houston the other day and we were doing our our Facebook Live video for um, for the Post Gazette, we actually were even joking, what if the Patriots would pick him up, not them, thinking that that would probably happen. Uh, you know we, we you know in the, you know we were saying like, can you just imagine what the reaction will be? Well, here we are. The Patriots picked him up, and you see the reaction. But I, I don't know that the Steelers are upset at that. And if they were upset at the, it, if they were upset at the way he was acting, then you know what? They should have done something. If in fact that were the case, uh, they should have done something in terms of punishing him earlier. If they thought it was so egregious. Now, I will say that there was probably a a something of a pass given to him if what they said existed because of who he is. And because of you know, and his stature with the team, um, I'm sure that probably existed. If that was just some other player, obviously, that wouldn't be tolerated. But you know, who knows to what extent uh, 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 that went on. Um, I wasn't going to go back and forth with James in terms of he said, she said, or in this case, he said, he said. I'd, I'd be on the phone with him uh, for two days. And I don't think he was interested in doing that. I think he was taking – a higher road than, than, than some of the players were in particular, but Dupree who, you know, to me unfairly and, 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 you know, inaccurately uh, portrayed James Harrison as a guy who didn't even care to go to the hospital to see Ryan Shazier, you know, with the other linebackers. And that's just not true. He did go to visit Ryan Shazier in the hospital. In fact, if you recall, Adam, he's the player who, the following week came out for pregame warm-ups without his shirt as a salute and tribute to uh, Ryan Shazier. So to to say that and and it, to me that's a whole nother. Now you're attacking a person's character, you know, relative to the fact as as though you know he's heartless, he doesn't even care about his his stricken teammate, and that's just not true. Like I said, it's just unfair and it's just not true.
0: Jerry like from the Post Gazette and the Steelers Radio Network joining me here on the Crowley Show, Jerry. You wrote and he said that he had requested a trade from the Steelers three times. Uh, when specifically, if you know, were those three times?
2: Well, I know the first one was right before week one at the end of the preseason. That was the first one, he said. When the second one occurred, I'm not exactly sure. My um, guess is it was probably sometime shortly thereafter, some, somewhere in the vicinity of that Kansas City game. But then he said after the Kansas City game, that he just he never said another word. He guess he figured he would asked him twice and he just let it go. But the third time came the day following the New England game. He had said that he was told that week that to get ready he's going to get he's going to get a lot of time, and he didn't even get a snap. And uh, when that had said it's the biggest game of the year, and I don't play, he said it's obvious they had no plans for him, and so he went to Mike Tomlin the next day that Monday and, and asked him to uh to release them and that's when mike tomlin according to james harrison said i'd have to be absolutely crazy to release you because of injuries and then five days later they released him. and when they released him, he said that mike tomlin told him and he only spoke with mike tomlin he never spoke with art rooney or kevin colbert his agent spoke with kevin colbert but um he said mike tomlin told him stay in shape we might need you in a month well you know, uh, you, you know James's point is, you know, he can't he can't sit there and, and and hold on to an if when he's not even playing anyhow. And and Adam, I mean, it, you know, to, according to him, and and I believe him, of course. And he he said it several times. He says, "I'm not mad, I'm not upset. It was a business decision on their part, and I had to make a business decision." He did admit there was a little hesitation with signing with New England because of you know who New England is, but. You know, Adam, I, as I tell everybody, I mean, you, you can't I, – I don't care who you are. If somebody lost their job and they still wanted to work and wanted another job, guess what? They're not going to sit there and say, oh, no, I'm not going to that competitor if he wants me. I mean, who's going to do that? Like, no, I'm not criticizing Mike Mitchell, but Mike Mitchell said, I wouldn't go for $59,000. Well, he can't say that because he's not in that position. It's easy to say that and it sounds good. Well, it's New England. I'm not going. But if you're out of work and somebody signs you and wants you to come on and it's the New England Patriots and you got a chance to win a Super Bowl, do you really think guys would turn that opportunity down because they're the, quote, hated Patriots? Uh, I don't think so.
0: Last thing here for you, Jerry. What are you hearing about playing time for some of the big guns on
2: Sunday? Well, um, I'm, I'm not expecting Ben or, 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 or Le'Veon Bell to play much, if at all. I, I think the Steelers believe that they can beat the Cleveland Browns without them. Um, obviously, if they don't play, that's what they think. Um, they're not going to start Landry Jones, for example, and then if the Jets are beating the Patriots, play Ben Roethlisberger. But I, I will say that if uh, I think that they would have Ben at the ready, if Landry Jones was struggling. But I think they just believe that um, they probably, one, believe that the Patriots aren't going to lose. But more importantly, and more specifically, I think they believe that they can beat the Browns uh, with Landry Jones and without Le'Veon Bell. And, and uh, I would I would tend to agree. So I, I think that's the way they're going to approach it. Obviously, Antonio Brown's not going to play. I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Hayward uh, didn't play. Uh, maybe even Joe Hayden, although they might want him back just to get some reps, but I don't think he'll play a whole lot. Um, but I, I think that's the way they're going to approach it.
0: Jerry, thanks for the time, man, and uh, have a happy new year.
2: Thanks, Adam. You too, and I'll chat, uh, chat with you soon.
0: That sounds good. Jerry Dulac, Post-Gazette Steelers Radio Network, brought to us by Coors Light, proudly served at Chupka's 2 Cafe on the south side, featuring $5 Coors Lights for 14 bucks. I did that again. I always do that. It's uh, I'm just Better read it again. Ah! Damn sponsors? I mean, I love the sponsor. I'm just going to read it. Gary Dulac, sponsored by Coors Light, proudly served at Chupka's 2 Cafe on the south side, featuring five Coors Lights for $14 during all Penguins games. Up next, if Mike Tomlin is sitting Ben Roethlisberger, if Mike Tomlin is sitting Le'Veon Bell, if Mike Tomlin is sitting Joe Hayden, good idea, bad idea, I love it. It's a Crowley show. Tim Benz at 620. He talked to Marcus Gilbert today in the locker room, who's gone back and forth now on who's going to play and how much for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here's what he had to say to Tim earlier. Vibe on what Cleveland has up front as opposed to what you saw in week one.
1: Um, Ben's not there, so <laughs> they'll get a... Uh... <laughs>
2: They they'll get a little taste of Landry Jones, so I mean, you'll never know what to expect from him. We don't... No,
0: no, I meant, I meant from them defensively. they
2: that's, that's what I'm saying. You'll know, you'll never know what to expect from them because we have Landry Jones uh, in there. We don't have Ben, and we don't have eight four. So uh, we don't have Le'Veon
1: Bell. So how, how you prepare for that, you don't know. So we'll just see come game time. They might change it up, and they might you know play us the same as they did last time.
0: Now, Tim DM'd me on Twitter and said that he's gone back on that, but the initial. Well, interjection of the truth is what you should believe. If I'm drinking and I say something, it's probably something that I've thought sober. Gilbert wasn't even asked a question about whether Ben was going to play. Tim was asking about the Cleveland defensive front, and he's like, well, Ben won't play. <laughs> AB won't play. No left belt. I'm willing to bet that that's what the Steelers are going to do then. Now, I don't know if they're going to start Landry. I don't know. Maybe you start Ben, you play him for a little bit, and then you put in Landry Jones. But Marcus Gilbert definitely meant what he said to begin with. What would you do if you're the Steelers? Would you sit the stars, or would you play him in hopes that you can get home field advantage? 412 922 2874. Devin, the world famous Devin, whose voice was on the NFL network the other day. He calls the Crowley show. What's
1: up, man? What's going on? Joe let me know. Joe is the man. And you hurt my feelings the other day, but I'm not even going to go into it. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I like, Did I hurt your feelings because I said
0: everybody who's called from Pittsburgh has been bad? Yes. Okay. And that well, made sense. Well, you did make sense. And you know what Joe said, except for Devin. And you are, he was correct. You always <laughs> you know make what? sense.
1: Because I called him, but I was like, Joe, I didn't want you to put me back on the air. But Adam hurt my feelings. Could you please <laughs> tell him. Being, uh, I love your show. Anyway. I'm going to stay on topic because I know you hate. We hate you hate when people stay off topic. But I need your opinion before I, t- I tell you that. Of course, we should play our second team against the Browns. If we can't beat the Browns with our second team, we deserve to lose. Just like if we can't beat the Patriots with our first team, we deserve to lose. That goes what I'm saying. But here's what I really want your opinion. I think James Harrison could be replaced. You know who can't be replaced, brother? Ryan Shazier. Yeah. Ryan Shazier, is so good. Then he had Vince Williams looking like Lawrence Timmons.
0: <laughs> That's a really good point by you, man. We've seen Vince Williams regress since he's been gone.
1: Oh, my goodness. He's so good that he made the Pro Bowl and he missed five games. He's so good that if he played off season, he would have been an all-pro. How do you replace that, brother?
0: Yeah, Devin, it's a good point, and thank you for the call. You always make sense, Devin. Love you, brother. <laughs> there he goes. Devin, what a guy. He's right. We've been focusing on this James Harrison stuff, and of course we have, I because mean, it's sexy, right? The James Harrison stuff is sexy, it's meaty, sports radio goodness, baby. But if the Steelers lose in the playoffs, it's likely going to be because of that run defense. It's likely going to be because they're missing a guy like Ryan Shazier. It ain't going to be because they're missing James Harrison. Newsflash, they're 12-3 and with James Harrison doing next to nothing this year four one two nine two 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 eight seven four would you play the backups against Cleveland four one two nine two 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 eight seven four Keith tweets don't like the big guns having three weeks off they'll come out flat I don't think that that's that big of an issue you're gonna be playing at home at Heinz Field it's not like you're not practicing the whole time I don't think they'd come out flat in the playoff game I don't think there's a chance of that in fact. I think that that stuff gets overblown. If you're the better team and you play better on Sunday, you're going to win. The Steelers are going to be the better team than whoever they play in the divisional round of the playoffs. If they're healthy. That's the biggest key to me. Would you rather your team come out flat maybe for a quarter or have Ben Roethlisberger for the entire game? I think that you got to weigh the risk reward here, and that's the situation that Mike Tomlin's in. If they had already had things locked up, it's incredibly easy. You just don't play anyone. Well, they don't. There's an outside, outside, outside shot. They get home field advantage, but I just think it's more important to have health than it is to have that home field advantage. What say you? Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. I would also play Ben maybe for a little bit, just to ensure that you beat Cleveland. Because you still might get home field. And the rust factor, at least a little bit. It's not like he'd have gone three weeks without having the game preparation. So I I think there's some merit to playing him a little bit. But I'm getting him out after that first quarter. Or if you see the scoreboard and New England's up by 20-25 on the Jets, eh, maybe get him out. Eh, Maybe sit him down. I wonder what New England's going to do. They have a team that actually has a pulse going to Foxborough. The Jets are actually okay. I know they're 5-10, and 10, but they were competitive the first time they played New England. You got to play your guys against them, right? You got to. Unless they feel like I do, which is home field is important, but not as important as health. That is one weakness that Bill Belichick has had in the past, though. I think he leaves Brady out to dry sometimes. They were up 23-3 to against the Buffalo Bills, not last week, but at the beginning of the month. And Brady's still out there. Still looking like a do stupid long-sleeve jackass Tom Brady. And that ain't fair to him. And spoiler alert, they're not winning the Super Bowl without Brady. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I love Jerry Dulac. I do. Good guy. Gets into fights with Tim sometimes. I thought they were going to murder each other last week, but Jerry had a very pro James Harrison view in that interview. Very pro James Harrison. And I think it's easy to feel that way when you text him and he calls you back and you're the only guy who's gotten the interview not to question Jerry's journalistic integrity or anything like that, but Jerry's the guy who I've heard, pretty much the only guy that I've heard have nice things and rosy things to say about James in the aftermath of all of this. Jerry also called out Bud Dupree, and there's a clarification that was made. Bud Dupree said that James Harrison didn't visit Ryan Shazier. What he meant to say was that James Harrison didn't visit Ryan Shazier with his teammate. He went on his own, which to me is important. I mean, of course, that's a huge distinction. If you don't visit the guy who might be paralyzed, you're a wank. Like, you're a bad friggin' dude. You just are. But I think that it shows that you're a bad teammate if you don't go with everybody else. I think it shows that you're a bad teammate if you don't Go with the players that you're charged with mentoring. James Harrison was supposed to be the mentor here. James Harrison was supposed to be the guy who takes Bud Dupree under his wing and teaches him how to be a prolific pass rusher in this league. He's supposed to do the same thing with T.J. Watt, and according to them, that never freaking happened. So I don't want James Harrison to get a pass here. There's nothing wrong, human nature, with wanting out of a situation that you deem to be bad. But there is something wrong with going about it that way. Like, let's say I wanted to quit this job. Let's say I was going to take a job somewhere else in Baltimore. People would be pissed Crowley, why are you going to Baltimore? Why? Why? It's Ravens country. You're a traitor. And let's say I went up to the fifth floor, or I guess I suppose my boss is downstairs on three. Let's say I go down there, and instead of saying, hey, I just got a job in a bigger market. I just got a job that's going to pay me more money. What what if I pooped in a bag and dropped it on his desk? There's a right way and a wrong way to get what you want. As a kid, you want a cookie? Guess what? You eat your green beans. And if you don't, you don't get your cookie. You could steal the cookie. You'd wind up in the same place. You'd wind up with the cookie. You'd wind up with the cavities. You'd wind up getting fat and not getting laid in high school. You'd get all that, but you'd have gone about it the wrong way. You get it too if you eat the green beans. James Harrison in this situation could have been like, Coach, I, I just, I'm not being utilized here. If you could find an opportunity to get me out, Please do. If not, I'm going to go about my business here, and I'm going to help these kids, these young players, TJ Watt and Bud Dupree, I'm going to help them grow. I'm going to help them learn. That's the right way to go about it. You can still try to get out of Dodge without being a D-bag. And he was a D-bag. And that's what pisses me off most. That's what tarnishes his legacy the most to me, is him being that bad of a dude. And not a leader when all we've heard for years is that this guy's the leader. Not the vocal dude, but he'll show you how it's done. He'll take you under the wing. He does things the right way and he's tough. Man, he's a phony. He's not tough. He doesn't do things the right way. He's none of the things we used to think of James Harrison. He's not that guy. And that's what really sours his reputation for me. Anybody's going to make a business decision, but it's the way he went about the business decision that bothers me the most. 412 2874 Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I feel like I've gained 50 pounds this last week. Oh, my God. Now, you all know that on January 27th, I need to have a six-pack or I get my belly button pierced. As per the guidelines of this radio show, the punishment has been put down upon me. And I feel like, although I've worked out a bunch this last month, I feel like I'm in a worse spot than I was prior to this month. Last night I had 15 beers. And then, after those 15 beers, I did the unthinkable. Uh I tried to go to Tom's Diner on West Liberty Ave. They were closed, so my buddy who was oh sober, he was sober. I know, bastards closing Tom's. It used to be open twenty four seven. A Browns fan got murdered there though, and they kind of, they kind of thought against the whole twenty four hour thing because, yeah, a bunch of drunk people would
1: him.
0: wind up in there. So we decided to go to Taco Bell, and I got a five buck box. Which was delicious. But I don't think anything inside ah! those chalupas or whatever the bleep Doritos, Locos, tacos, I don't think any of that has nutritional value. Any of it. At all. Uh? I don't think there's anything about the Taco Bell five buck box that does anything other than make you crap your brains out. So the six pack thing is, eh, it's hurting. Actually, let's hear from you. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. What's your guilty drunk food pleasure? Because I never would have gotten Taco Bell if I was sober. Zero chance I'd have gotten Taco Bell if I were sober. I got so drunk last night watching the game with my friends. Penguins game, of course. They showed some metal. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to make a pretty big proclamation for this team next. It's Crowley Show.